Hey everybody, welcome to episode 70 of Founders Gyan and thanks for tuning in. This week, we are talking to Vineet Arya, a marketing expert who runs his own firm called Outsource CMO. And the topic of discussion today is outsourcing of non-core functions. Do check out foundersgyan.com slash EP70 for the show notes for links to all that we talk about on the show. All right, let's get started right away. Hey everybody, today we have Vineet Arya. He's the founder and CEO of uh, OutsourcedCMO.in. Vinith is a marketing veteran and uh, we are going to talk about outsourcing of non-core functions. So when we talk about outsourcing, usually we talk about, everybody knows IT outsourcing, that's very common, but we are going to be talking about other outsourcing that you as a startup can do. So Vinith, why don't you introduce yourself first? All right. Uh, thanks, Ram, and thanks for having me on the show. Uh, I'll be more than happy to share all my experiences going forward in this uh, podcast. Right. So, um, firstly, about uh, my introduction, um, I've been a marketing communications brand, uh, probably a whole 360 degrees of marketing expert, and I've been uh, in the corporate world for about 20 years, and then for the past two and a half years, I've uh, been working dedicatedly for startups and SME and SMBs. Uh, while I was in the corporate world, I have been in uh, major leadership positions, managing the corporate uh, uh, marketing functions for MNCs like AMD, Sandist, and Tata Power Solar, etc. And uh, that's where I got, uh, you know, all the exposure of all the verticals of marketing possibly exist in this world. And then in 2014 is that when I stopped and paused and thought about myself, you know, we need the, what are we doing in life, just working for big companies. And then that is when I decided, you know, uh, the art, the entrepreneur industry or the startup industry was uh, booming, especially in Bangalore, which is probably the third biggest startup city in the world. Uh, what a, I mean, who can have a much, uh, this is a be- better, the best place uh, in India probably for the startup ecosystem to involve. And that's when I jumped into that and I, 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 I made up a point that I would now support all the budding entrepreneurs or the entrepreneurs who are in the cusp of uh, uh, stepping out and scaling the business operations in terms of and help them in terms of marketing um, lead generations uh, brand communications uh, primarily because every entrepreneur would want to have a very very experienced pe- people to be part of the core team mm. and seldom it's not easy to get those people right and uh, it's very difficult to also find the web right wavelength match the you know objectives the vision of an entrepreneur and that's precisely the gap that i try and fill limited to marketing mm. uh, that i work as an outsourced cmo well right. so so talk, talk to us more about this outsourced cmo concept what what is this all about so outsourced cmo primarily as i told you is to to fill the gap of having a s- experienced seasoned marketing person mm-hmm. at a very affordable cost mm-hmm. so let's take it for example if there is an entrepreneur right now he's got some funding maybe an angel fund or a seed fund mm-hmm. or maybe uh, you know good enough money that now he wants to launch his product and take it to the consumer the consumer can be the b2b or b2c now he wants to do some marketing right mm-hmm. now he has two options either he can he's got three options in fact he can either hire his own team now that's a very difficult a question that every entrepreneur asks what kind of team should I have should I have a junior team should I have a middle managed team or should I have a senior team and every team has his own uh, advantages and disadvantages right uh, you hire a senior team then it comes at a huge cost which are probably an entrepreneur is not able to afford a junior or middle management team is good to go with but then who will manage that team 
that's option number one option number two he can say that okay i don't want to create any more team i'll probably use the help of agencies who can deliver the work but then who will manage the agencies again because if you leave the agencies on its own then things may not may or may not go in the right direction unless you have a very very good or agency who's aligned with your vision uh, because agencies i feel are also are a different company and they they have to uh, you know protect their bottom line and third is they have they use outsource cmo wherein what i do basically or what we do as a team that we work as a part of a team right we are in fact as a employee pseudo employee of mm-hmm. all the companies that we work with sitting in their office using their infrastructure using the working with the team of the startup and manage marketing mm. so it's like a plug and play you need marketing we can we start the marketing in 24 hours time mm. we work as a team mm. the outside world in fact know that actually we are a part of the team mm. so part of your company part of the company right so if i work for x startup mm. i will carry the visiting card mm. of that particular startup as a cmo i will use their email id i will use their phone number so that the outside world assume that vinita arya mm. or the team member of vinita arya is working for that team whereas we are not mm. so this actually solves the purpose mm. of hiring a 20 year experienced marketing guy mm. and not pay exorbitant salary mm. whereas at, at a very affordable when i say affordable mm. uh, model works both in terms of convertible options plus mm. cash mm. which helps the entrepreneur to also con- uh, you know manage the flow of uh, mm. uh, money or that he has been set up aside for the human infrastructure mm. so that's yep. the basic premise of outsource cmo now we are going to talk about the outsourcing of non core functions which i think is uh, kind of little different uh, because everybody knows like i said in the introduction about outsourcing their core functions like it probably hiring people yes when they want to hire somebody they hire an agency uh, but uh, what are some of the other things that people can actually outsource in a startup maybe we'll start with that what what else is there that we can outsource i think uh, to my experience i've seen lot of startups actually surviving on outsourcing and it it works well for them because uh, when you are new and you have very limited money to spend and uh, you're not sure whether what kind of team that you have to create for your uh, you know startup uh, it works well there are two things to it ram i mean i would always advise that uh, for any entrepreneur uh, the core team should be his mm. and probably then you can start uh, using some of the outsourced services for example when in hr outsource hr or outsource cfo kind mm. of a thing has been prevalent in this industry for quite some time now mm-hmm. uh, people have been using lot of these uh, mm-hmm. uh, f- uh, you know heavy duty finance uh, mm-hmm. professionals like cas mm-hmm. and uh, you know asking them to manage their whole uh, finance function right from accounting to bookkeeping to mm-hmm. compliances and all that mm-hmm. uh, it it just makes sense because why do you want to create that function in house uh, mm-hmm. when there's something who's and you have to just follow the procedure right you have right. to just follow the process mm-hmm. and uh, the guy with experience can also tell you uh, you know what he should Uh, be doing from the day one, mm. rather than you figuring it out yourself in the next couple of months. Mm. Similarly for HR, right? You know, um, um, hiring in startups is a big thing nowadays. But then, uh, you know, it really becomes difficult uh, when you need to really, uh, you know, switch off with employees, right? So. Mm. If you are in a cusp wherein um, you're moving from ten to fifty and fifty to hundred and then two thousand employees, um, yes, there is always a time that you need to be outsourced. So in the initial stage, you can definitely live without with outsourced. But then, if you have a hundred, two hundred, three hundred uh, company uh, employees company, 
you should have an hr manager of your own i mean mm-hmm. there's no doubt about that right but then initially for hiring now hr manager can be there uh, there are other we uh, uh, means uh, other uh, function that hr manager does but within the hr you, for example hiring parts can still be outsourced mm-hmm. hr compliances can still be outsourced mm-hmm. right so uh similar in it you know a lot of uh, companies uh, outsource a lot of the it projects mm. which makes sense if you have to develop an app you have to right. develop a, pro- a particular product which is not something which is like um, uh, in in house or which is i mean you're working on a very patented technology it just makes sense you know uh, to get it done from outside or take the help of an uh, you know outsourcing companies who can come and deliver to you at a mm. fixed time deliverables and all that but Uh, it all depends on what stage of your company is um, um, there are stages where the company it makes more financially uh, beneficial to outsource and sometimes it may partly may not be okay so you mentioned one uh, word uh, you're saying like uh, startups should concentrate on their core business and try and outsource everything else at the start yeah. at least now uh, very interesting question i mean i i don't know if there's an easy answer to this or not but what exactly is the core of a startup i mean if I'm a startup and let's say I have a product then what becomes my core is is the core of my product selling the product or building the product or you know or, or getting users on board I, I what what would you say I mean I I know it's not an easy answer I don't expect an instant answer from you but how does how does a company de- decide what is its core you know so uh, core is always the let's say uh, when you are an entrepreneur starting his journey right obviously he's thought about what he needs to do whether he's developing a product whether he's developing a new service or is developing a new kind of uh, uh, it services or whatever it is he should be focusing only on that right all the things because what happens is uh, as a ceo or as an entrepreneur of a particular startup you need to manage the whole business which means uh, you know all the functions finance hr uh it you know back end admin everything has to be managed so uh you don't want to get defocused mm-hmm. right so let's say if you are a product company and you are thought of a product which needs to be built your 90% energy should go only on that product because if that product is not successful i mean i don't need to say what is going to happen mm-hmm. but how the journey of building that product mm-hmm. now there are a lot of things you need people mm-hmm. you need when you need people you need processes mm-hmm. okay you need finances you need uh, uh it support right so anantapurna has to decide if this is something which for me doesn't you know become a road show or road block in term in for uh, in my journey of developing that product i mean just take an external help mm-hmm. to start off with mm-hmm. so if that if you get defocus and suddenly then you figure out that your core objective was to develop that product and you have a deadline you figure out that i need to get this product out for beta testing in the next 6 months you know but then you figure out that you know first 3 months you're just struggling to get the things into place then obviously you know you're going to falter down the line and that's why that's all about entrepreneurship is like you know um, people do sweat a lot mm-hmm. it's not a easy journey uh, people do have a sleepless nights but i'm saying cut down all the Uh, frills right unnecessary work yeah right. give it to the people who know the best right give them with the target the mandate the objective and they will deliver and then you just focus on single minded objective of getting that product out right so i think one of the benefits of uh, outsourcing non core functions is as you mentioned you don't need to have an uh, you don't need to 
reinvent the wheel basically i think that's that's the term i would use you don't need to reinvent the wheel there are people out there there are companies out there who do all these things uh, so are there any other benefits apart from the fact that you get more time to concentrate on your core product or does that benefit kind of like is is good enough or or do you see other benefits in outsourcing uh, non core functions see um, the apart from saving time see sometimes uh, it might not be you know uh, i have seen entrepreneurs actually saying that you know if i uh, you know give it to a particular agency or a particular uh, company to manage the mandate for you it might just become slightly more expensive mm-hmm. fair enough but then you figure out what the opportunity cost is right mm-hmm. um, you might have to save some cost but then you delay it mm-hmm. your journey or getting the product out for a couple of months do you mm-hmm. want to afford that mm-hmm. so i wouldn't say that uh, it might just be financially uh, feasible all the time mm-hmm. right but there's always an opportunity cost because if you have to get the product out in the market in the next 6 months it better be out in the next 6 months right why mm. do you want to delay it for another 3 months because you need to build up the other mm. uh, infrastructure to mm. start your company or to build your company mm. right uh, that is one second thing is also um, if you get the right set of people say I, ram what happens is ultimately it finally depends on getting the right set of people if you get the right set of people to work with you mm. everything works all smoothly mm. if you don't get then whether you hire or you don't hire the problem remains the same right you still mm. struggle with the same problem mm. what's a guarantee that if you hire a person or seen a guy in your team mm. he will be a fit for your company mm. same goes with that if you hire a company to do a project for you mm. right What's a guarantee that it, uh, uh, will be delivered? The only thing that you really risk on is the credentials, whether right. it's a company or for the people, right? So I would say the risk is both, mm. right? The only thing is that um, um, you know getting the companies to work for you on mm. board mm. and relieving them is much more easier process than hiring and firing a people, mm. which I think always as a personal human being it's always tough, right? You know to hire it's not easy to hire a good set of people and then it's equally difficult to let go the person as well. Right. Okay. Okay. So there's also the human element apart from correct uh, the time and of course financially it might be a bit more expensive but then again in the long run it should uh, even out and maybe uh, you know be uh, beneficial. And Now, that's precisely I have to enter. That's precisely the outsourcing models. We are not expensive. That's <laughs> that. That's the whole thing that I I try to figure it out. Saying that, mm. you know, when you hire a CMO, mm. uh, a person working a twenty-year person mm. asking a salary, mm. and probably what we work for is one fifth the cost. Mm. Mm. And I have enough and more case studies to prove that the mm. deliverables have been exactly the same. Mm. So. The problem so, that so you the same s- thing happens yeah. in other functions also. Absolutely, just, absolutely. Just, now, now that's a very interesting uh, point that you made. Uh, now, where do we find these like outsourcing companies? Do we just search on the net for say I want to outsource my? Uh, I'm just picking something from my uh, from my notes here. Uh, uh, IT, for example, I just want to outsource my IT support, basically. So what? Do I just search in Google? <laughs> there, outsourcing. There are a lot of people. There are a lot of companies. There are a mm. lot of freelancers. There are a mm. lot of companies which are available. Mm. Yes, Google is all, is the mother of all searches. That <laughs> <laughs> there's no doubt about that. But then obviously, I think it's better. You should also look out and talk to some people who have used the thing because references. Mm. You know, I'm a marketing guy. Mm. However, technically qualified this world becomes, mm. the personal reference is the best tool of marketing. Mm. It's always better to uh, use that because then mm. uh, you will know. And most importantly. Uh, have a very hard to our discussion to see whether the person whom you are mm. uh, you know uh, giving the mandate of uh, doing the particular task mm. is aligned with your vision mm. 
so what happens is um, i mean let's take the fact we are living in a very practical world ram right everybody has to ensure that uh, there is a bottom line right? right unless you start working pro bono that's a separate issue correct uh, but i i always feel pro bono also doesn't work uh, mm-hmm. any advantages in certain situations mm-hmm. right so um, there's always uh, you know um, uh, uh, everybody would have to mm-hmm. take care of uh, what he gets in return financially mm-hmm. so um, uh, and there are people who are ready to work uh because uh, you know um because of the skills that they get onto the table mm. and that skills can get be uh, you know uh, used by multiple people and that's why you divide the uh, cost and that's what we called as a shared cost right mm-hmm. so uh, it's very important uh, that um, uh, uh, the company or the person that we are interesting with shares a vision he has a lot of passion and enthusiasm to work for right because to work for your your kind of startup your, your product yeah because at the end of the day he's also started some sometime on his own right right so he probably understands the pains of how uh, entrepreneur goes through because he must have also struggled at some point of time in his career right. initially right so uh, it, it makes more eminent sense uh, mm. to work one startup should work with another startup mm. right because mm. uh, i've seen lot many times it works uh, mutually beneficial for both right okay okay if you like the show do follow us on facebook and twitter The link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan. Both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup. There are multiple tips per day. Some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups, growth hacking tips, how do you build team for startups, how to get funding, etc. So don't forget facebook.com/foundersgyan. and twitter.com/foundersgyan excellent now uh, let's get into uh, some uh, f- let's let's talk about functions that can be outsourced we have already talked a few uh, hr it legal finance all these uh, marketing obviously all, all these come into mind even sales you, you mentioned before uh, we started recording the, these days people are also even outsourcing sales hmm. uh, but are there anything that uh, cannot be outsourced uh, apart from your core uh, core business uh, i mean can a startup just stand on outsourcing outsource everything may not be uh, 100% outsourcing i don't think so because at the end of the day you know uh, there are certain things that are going in your mind which right for example uh let's say um, an it company right coming up with a saas based product right mm. now you need a person probably see the decision is very good if you think you need a person 24 by 7 mm. sitting in your office because the work demands mm. his 100% attention please take a call whether you need to person hire a person or outsource it mm-hmm. right seldom you will take a call that you hire a person and i'll support that decision because mm. you need a person sitting in your office mm. right uh, working with the team mm. right you need it so for example uh, when you need 10 i backend or it team mm. why do you need a cto mm. but the moment you expand your team to 50 to 100 you mm. will need a cto mm. right so then will that cto can be an outsourced cto or it has to be in house it mm. depends on what the product is mm. where, is it something that requires 100% attention mm. it's something which has to be developed something which needs to be researched and r and d done sure even in my case of model it's not uh, i mean i always say that you know if you have room for a cmo which you need a full time please hire a full time cmo it's not that you have to always use vinita arya mm. right so initial stages 
to save the cost mm. and because the time is a key factor for you to scale up mm. you will need a seasoned people mm. but once you launch a product and slightly stabilize then most of the things slowly and slowly you should start probably uh, bringing the key functions in house mm. sorry from outsourcing in house but some functions can still be continued uh you know uh, as an so for example a legal guy mm-hmm. i don't think so you will need a uh, unless you are a legal firm or firm which unless requires a lot of regulations or unless you are a very big big thing why do you need a you know a legal uh, officer a compliance officer in house right? right you can always use it mm-hmm. from uh, if you are let's say a, a, a small company or a mm-hmm. mid sized company mm-hmm. even i have seen why do you need a cfo a seasoned mm-hmm. cfo i mean a senior finance guy can do the business mm-hmm. and cfo can probably come in once in a week or twice in a week and just mm-hmm. see whether the thing are going smoothly mm-hmm. but yeah the moment you become 1000 crore company or 2000 crore company yes you need a cfo then you need a cfo then there is no right. com- there is right. no uh, question of being outsourced right, right. I, th- i think we went slightly off topic because i thought that was a interesting uh, question uh, but uh, i i'll come back to the question that i actually wa- was intending to ask uh, which is which functions cannot be outsourced at all not in your opinion or is there nothing like that okay ceo position cannot be outsourced <laughs> just to answer your question mm. so uh yeah the founder founder founding came. team and the initial core team because mm. uh, the people who come with the fashion cannot mm. be outsourced mm. uh but everything else in theory can be outsourced right everything else in in practical sense mm. uh, if you ask me there are options available for every field mm. you can outsource hr you can outsource legal you can outsource finance you can outsource it you can even do outsource manufacturing mm. you know outsource logistics mm. right correct correct this is delivery this is delivery uh, yeah but it all depends if you are working on a very patent in kind of a technology or you are working something very new you need have have a people in house mm-hmm. there you can't afford mm-hmm. so i think this question of yours uh, mm. is yes or no mm. uh, if you are a service provider probably and you not you just not trying to build something new of your own mm. and you just uh, you know optimizing and using the technology to <coughs> you know optimize the uh, or uh, you know play around with the uh, or uh, you know uh, disrupt some existing services everything can be outsourced mm. but if you are developing something different something new mm. um, you may not uh, be required to outsource everything okay. so uh, to answer your questions it depends on vertical industry that you are working in what stage you are in mm. but but probably uh, short answer is probably everything can be outsourced probably yes in today's world everything can be outsourced yes right right i i even uh, heard this very interesting story i don't know if you have heard the story or not uh, it came in the news not in the news obviously internet mm. uh, there was this guy in the us uh, who was fired after many years mm. uh, because what he was doing is he was actually outsourcing his job to china <laughs> and he was a coder or something and uh, he was an employee at a company and he was outsourcing his uh, job uh, to china and giving his vpn tokens and everything and uh, he didn't used to do any work and uh, paid 1/5th of his salary or whatever and without doing any work he was getting paid and he got caught uh, he got caught because uh, some it audit or something came and they were noticing some strange uh, connections from uh, china ip and they thought somebody is mm. hacking or mm. something mm. and that's when he got found out and uh, he had been doing this for believe it or not like close to 2 years he had been outsourcing his job for 2 years mm. and uh, getting uh, all the work done <laughs> uh, so yeah i think that's let's uh, uh, let's to add an example <laughs> to your point that almost everything, everything can, be can be outsourced yes uh, now 
let's talk about uh, uh, before we get into the next question on outsourcing uh, i'd like to hear about the best advice you have ever heard and something you try to follow in your own life or and or company and or startup sorry mm, there are a lot of advices i mean um you know uh, the best ever advice when i was starting out uh, with this outsource cmo is say people told me you know vinith you need to decide whether you want an agency or you are a con- outsourced person where uh, you know um, define your loyalties at one place you can be loyal to two you cannot be loyal to two sides mm-hmm. you have to be loyal to only one side and right? i that's that's something which really struck me out and saying that you know um, right i am still not an employee of a company that i work for but i'm probably more loyal than an employee mm. not because uh, it's the contract or agreement if that defines that because uh, you know at the end of the day uh, you know you f- i take a lot of pride if the startup or an sme sme that i work for as an outsourced cmo if they do well mm. because uh, somewhere down the line i also feel that oh i was the part of the journey the success journey right so that's where my complete loyalty is the day i decide i in my in my in my function i use hell of lot of agencies to get campaigns executed but my loyalties are only towards the company not towards the external people that i use for so um, i think that that advice really helped me to focus mm-hmm. uh, my uh, you know actions my thoughts mm. and, and in fact that has really worked well because uh, it it really shows in my actions and when it shows in my actions the other people also notice it okay okay uh, great great now let's also talk about since you're talking about uh, uh, since we're talking about uh, your your personal uh, things let's talk about your uh, worst entrepreneurial moment and the lessons you learned from it i i know you you were mentioning that uh, this is something you've been doing for 2 and 1/2 years out yeah. of which i think only about 6 months or so you're doing it uh, as a company previously you were doing it as a freelancer and uh, just helping out people um, so tell us about your worst entrepreneurial moment whenever i meet lot of people uh, you know sometimes people find oh vinith i mean that's a very good uh, pain point or the gap that you're trying to fill mm. but i still meet lot of people say that no it's not going to work out with you vinith mm. uh, uh, it's not possible right mm. cmo has to be part of the mm. core team mm. how can a person use an external person mm. in the core team you know how can mm. an entrepreneur use an external person of the core mm. team and i really have to sit down and make him explain mm. um the some people do get it some people don't get it it's fine mm. i mean i'm 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 it's no complaints right mm. because mm. everybody has his own way of absorbing mm. and perceiving things mm. and just because it's something new that is coming up in the market because i don't think so in the past couple of uh, years i have uh, people used to outsource uh, for them outsource marketing means giving it to an agency mm. right so i am i'm i'm more than a consultant mm. right and a, a shade less than an employee mm. I, well i say shade less than an employee because i don't get the salary i right. get my fees right? right and i'm i i work with agencies so i'm more than agencies right so it's a whole thing that i'm trying to work out with so it's something new that people are not right something new right something new so i do get lot of rejections mm. till even now mm. right and uh, in fact if you ask me it's good for me because mm. the more i get rejected mm. with my concept mm. the more it makes me come back you know to make it successful i said mm. why because i am convinced mm. you know the first thing that any entrepreneur should be doing is to convince about what he is doing mm. failures and success are all you know mm. going to come at 
you know if you make bad decisions you're going to bound to fail right you make good decisions you're going to succeed right but i'm not going to leave it up i'm not going to mm. i'm no in a, i'm not in a mood to give it up because mm. i have tasted success with mm. otherwise how will i get five startups to work as a cmo right mm. there are other people who still mm. don't get it mm. right it's like the same thing 10 years back when e-commerce started people said what how can you buy online mm. and people just outrightly rejected it right. but look at the situation today right i think right and today as we speak now like there are no no cash in the atm so <laughs> people are forced to buy online <laughs> things uh, right. uh, so it's like a full 360 degree so i think uh, that's great that you shared that uh, uh, this is a still a new concept and uh, rejection is only making you stronger mm. and uh, maybe you're building your pitch better for Absolutely. Uh, new companies mm. and making your resolve stronger so uh, that's that's great uh, so uh, we just have a couple of uh, final questions uh, now what are the biggest uh, tips and pitfalls with regards to outsourcing that comes to your mind one of the biggest factor in outsourcing and trust me even i face it getting the right set of people mm. even when i have to hire people for my own stuff i really face a lot of difficulties and i'm sure uh, you know getting the right people whether as an employee or whether as a freelancing or whether as a consultant it's a pain you know i have myself even when i was in the corporate world and i, I used to face hell of a lot of tough time mm-hmm. uh, hiring good set of people right mm-hmm. with the right attitude uh, uh, and right passion so that problem remains the same um so yeah so the biggest basically, so yeah. basically just to add to that just because you are outsourcing uh, doesn't mean that you just pick the cheapest or the no, most no, highest no. rated so Still the, still the person compatibility absolutely, needs to be there then other person will not get uh, the clear objective in mind so let's assume that uh, there are two people one is you hired a person mm. right he's sitting with you He's watching you daily in day now you are right accessible in a split of a second you don't mm. have to think twice to access that person mm. right if uh, you need immediate attention you can just call up the person and all that so mm. obviously when you work together and you spend almost 9 to 10 hours daily mm. even without speaking a lot of things you can understand what right. your what your peers or what your subordinates or what your bosses want but when you are kind of outsourcing now with outsourcing there are two type of thing one is a person sitting in your office other is mm. person may not be sitting in your office mm. if a person is sitting in your office things are slightly more better and i always prefer that mm-hmm. i always say that if you are kind of hiring or outsourcing make sure at least uh, the key people are there mm. uh, sitting in your office if mm. if if it is a long project mm. right mm. if it is a short point fine but if a person is not in their office mm. you have to be ex- clearly crisp in your communication as to what you want mm. you know that is a time the output or delivery becomes perfect to mm. your thing if the communication is not crisp mm-hmm. you know if you yourself don't know what to get out of that person mm-hmm. then you know that's when then suddenly at the end of the you know certain time then you figure out oh i have wasted so much of money the output is not coming mm. but just sit back so and see you might also assume that the person is bad and repeat the same process same with another yeah. company or another person and uh, get the same results right, right so absolutely. Uh, so okay that's that's a great one uh, anything else with regards to tips and pitfalls with outsourcing and you know i mean even if the guy is not you outsources just treat as a part of your own team mm-hmm. you know make him feel the you know there are a lot of things that money can't buy mm-hmm. you know uh, the the respect that you give you know lot many times uh, people 
and i really hate this word called vendor mm-hmm. you know you just tell this vendor to do this i mean okay fine he's a vendor fine no problem but then at the end of the day he's working for you right working for you which will actually benefit you mm. you know even if there's a small printer mm. you know treat him as a part of your team as if mm. he's a printer employed by you right and i have do it done it myself and it really given me wonders when you when you mm. really treat them uh as a part of the team they go an extra mile to to do that right correct so i i i this is my serious uh, suggestions mm. that uh, you know you may say that okay this is my uh, you know team member mm. and this is my outsourced uh, mm. contract It, employees yeah becomes a nas versus uh-huh. them, them kind of, right them so, kind of situation you know trust me uh, you know they are as good or as bad a people as your employees are right. if there's something that uh, uh, you know treat them at par and these right. are the biggest pitfall i see mm. that the you, your mindset you say that okay i'm outsourcing it their 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 job is to deliver right i'm paying them so uh, they, yeah. they better Demand. have to do it right. come hell or high water but when you give a salary you don't right. say that hey i'm paying your salary you deliver i mean that's something not many people do so why do we do that right 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 i, I think that's a that's a great uh, pitfall that you mentioned and uh, uh, i think a lot of companies have this uh, uh, different rules you know i mean uh, it's not a written rule but it's kind of like uh, you treat your employees one way you treat your uh, outsourced people another way which cannot be good in the long run uh, obviously yeah i mean i have one question when you do any celebration in your office mm. do you ever call your outsourced people or contract people how many companies do that mm. trust me the companies who do that are the very successful companies mm-hmm. i mean they've also contributed something to your success right so right. give them a part of a success uh, yeah yeah great great point there uh, Vinit, thank you so much. Uh, now, are there any tools, resources, or books for learning more about this? Uh, I have <laughs> not like come across many such things. In uh, I think outsourcing is kind of like a uh, dark. dark I I always say to everybody there is something called live book which has got your experience. Mm. Learn from your experience. Mm. Implement in the present, and plan for the future. see lot of people by by reading book reading articles doing research is a very very good habit but nobody else can teach better than what you've experienced mm. right so there's no standard book of outsourcing that i've come across mm. um, that actually can give you lot of solutions to the thing you have to define your own problem mm-hmm. and then figure out a solution for yourself as i said Uh, these are the things which are not unique mm-hmm. uh, or universal for everybody mm-hmm. everybody has own different challenges and all that but my only thing is when there is a problem or things figure it out mm-hmm. whether should i hire a person and what utility i'll get or whether can i give it to a, a outside company and uh, with the same deliverables and how fast and what agility can it bring to the table right if you're able to sort this out i think things are you don't need to read any book for that okay okay excellent uh i have a one final question but before we go to that uh how can our listeners get in touch with you best way to contact me is to write an email mm-hmm. or that? to call me my email is vineet@outsourcedcmo.in right or they can call me on my mobile number which is 9880216421 okay and uh, we will link that on the show notes uh, are you active on twitter facebook i'm active LinkedIn, on twitter what? linkedin facebook all three all three okay so people can reach out to you sure. not just in terms of uh, uh, getting an outsourced uh, uh, 
CMO in their company, but also to discuss startups and. Oh, absolutely! I have been very active in the startup industry. I have given lot of sessions on people on entrepreneurship uh, in various forums, and I really feel happy from inside if I right. can contribute you, you, you something. You contribute to. Yep. Uh, uh, what were the companies you said? Uh, uh, Nascom. Nascom. I've been ninety one Springboard, Beehive, right. Upgrad. Right. A lot so, of places. So Vinit is a regular contributor to all these forums uh, and uh, and places. So I would urge you guys, if you have any questions about startups and uh, outsourcing uh, or just about anything with regards to startup, uh, Vinit is your guy. He has a lot of ton of experience. Uh, so please please do make uh, make sure you reach out to him. Uh, so with that, we'll move on to the final question. So I'm uh, really thankful to you, Vinit, for taking this time out and uh, and spending your uh, valuable time uh, with me and our listeners. So uh, thank you so much for that. You're welcome. Uh, so the final question is: This is how I end, end my interview. So probably you've already prepared for this. So I don't know, uh, but <laughs> let me see if if I can catch you by surprise there. So what would be your one gyan with regards to outsourcing for startups? Only one gyan. Uh, forget that I'm going to uh, just imagine that I'm going I'm going to chop out everything and just play the intro and this gyan. What would that define be? your core of your uh, core or your heart of your startup? Focus on that. All the portions besides your heart can be artificially connected. You know your limbs, your muscles, everything can be taken from outside and get connected to your heart. Right? If you and focus on that right if you start focusing on the whole body from the day one you go to la- seriously land up in a lot of complicated stuff so make your life simple the only way to make your life simple is concentrate on the core 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 stuff rest all the frills around that you can take the help of people outside and there are tons of people who are experts and are willing to help okay excellent gyan uh um, Vinit, thank you so much for that. Uh, it was a real pleasure chatting with you. And uh, uh, for our listeners, we will be back with Vinit uh, in an upcoming episode where we'll talk more about low-cost marketing uh, for startups. Thank you so much, Vinit. Welcome, Ram. That's it for today, folks. Hope you enjoyed the show. Vinit will be back next week, and we are going to be talking about low-cost marketing for startups. So be sure to tune in next week. You don't want to miss that. Also check out the show notes for today's show at foundersyarn.com slash ep70 and do take action on your own startup. Good luck and bye for now.